Before we start the show, as a good company man, I want to take a minute to tell you more about the great things going on at The Athletic. The Athletic is home to 400 of the best sports writers out there, covering every major team in every major league in the United States, Canada, and the United Kingdom. It says here to talk about my favorite writer, and I'll tell you what, my favorite writer is a, a two-way tie between Zach Berman and Zach Kiefer, probably? And Sheila's close by. Uh, simply put, we have the best sports newsroom on the planet. You know this. You listen to the show. You read our stuff. Tell your friends. But if you don't subscribe, first of all, what are you doing? Second of all, you can subscribe for a free trial. Head to – uh-oh. I, I didn't realize there was a thing here. Head to theathletic.com. Slash birds with friends. You knew that already. 40% off, all the good stuff. And uh, that works out to $3 a month for total access to some of the best sports coverage in the world. What are you waiting for? That's theathletic.com slash birds with friends to save 40% off. Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a couple of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like bacon, steaks, and cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bowen, Sheila, and the cut, kicking it cooler than two penguins till Bo's old arch nemesis. Greg Cosell shows up and it gets real. Pull up a branch and chill, it's time to get ill with some Birds with Friends. The early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo, Wolf, and are coming at you with stats and things flapping their wings. I'm gonna have the rest of my life with these kids. Wow. Get, we gotta get that in a drop uh, immediately. We're editing that one out. That didn't come out quite There's no editing. No, no editing yeah, on this that's podcast. That's the wonderful Birds with Friends. No editing. <laughs> Hello, everybody. It has been a long time. We are together. Bo Wolf here in my hotel room in Indianapolis. Sheila Kapadia on my left. Sitting on the edge of the bed. And to my right, in a very bizarre move, Zach Berman sitting crisscross applesauce on the floor. How's everybody doing? Everybody, Zach is fired up. He's at the Combine. He loves the Combine. Love the Combine. Love the NFL offseason. Excited for this podcast. Shield? Hello. Hello. Uh, we've got stuff to talk about, I suppose. We're going to be doing... Uh, I want to say daily pods, but we don't know about Thursday yet. So we're going to be doing pods Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. The main event for us is tomorrow. We will hear from Doug Peterson and Howie Roseman. So in a little bit, we will talk about what we want to hear from them in a, uh, a game I like to call the Squawk Yasin Draft. And, uh, is that a playoff rock, Yasin? It is because, you know, he was at the Combine last year. He ended up in Indianapolis. He's from Philly, which you like. I know you like a local... Well, he's at, he's 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 he not went from, to school. Oh, that's, that's yeah, fair. I think he's from North Carolina, right? Or thereabout. He 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 went to Presbyterian before he went to. I mean, Temple. Asking either of us to know the answer to that, you, you are the only one who's going to know that. 
Go, now you I'm feel like you got up. something to say. No, yeah, you're asking the wrong guy. I mean, I don't even have my computer. I have no pen. I walked trekked over here from my hotel to your uh, your hotel, so I'll just you know improvise. Yeah, you're staying at the fancy hotel, big no. national writer no, no, hotel. No, no, no. That's that, not true. That's I, like, I have a hotel for one night, and then I got nowhere to stay. So. Flying by the seat of your pants. Why don't you tell the story? It's, Any uh, listeners in Indianapolis, if uh, you know you got a nice basement, nice couch, something like that, I can come. Day. There's no great story for that. There is an interesting story, though, observing your uh, airplane airplane riding habits today. Really? I was in an aisle. You were in an aisle. We next were to each other, two next, by two. Next to each other. You took a picture of me, you know, posted it on yeah. Twitter. Then I As you were tweeting? Then you were uh, sleeping throughout the flight. You dropped something, the poor lady next to you, you well, know. Well, now, what did you drop? So, it's, it, I don't want to blame the poor lady. Oh, but, here we go. Uh, you know, they, they had, it was one of those planes where they had the uh you know the, the charger the the dock in the between the seats and i was going to charge my phone and she said oh you just put you can just put the usb in good advice but mm-hmm. as i was unplugging the usb from the base because i couldn't get the base in the base fell uh so it was tough to find the base and i just said i'll find it when the ride is over and i did how is the woman at fault at all in this situation oh, because, I don't know. Because, because she's the one who told me to unplug the base oh my god unbelievable okay <laughs> <laughs> then I think uh, as Bo got on record as being team no recline on this pod, I think I knew this was going to happen. Because <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. I, I did not I recline. Saw, oh, I saw I a certain not. flight attendant Ugh. come over as the flight I knew this landing. Was gonna happen. I knew this was going to happen. Excuse me, sir, sir. <laughs> put your seat up. It's because I was, was sleeping. The Bo Wolf. I was sleeping. So, so the seat and so the reclined? seat. Yeah, these janky seats. They just go oh, back. Oh. I didn't hit the button what are we well, doing all right i got more later but let's get to you know, it was probably like a six eight football player behind you him. know what's funny he is clifton gathers behind him <laughs> my favorite part of the of of the uh experience as we all took the flight together was i asked zach how his flight was you know he said uh, it was the same as yours and then he goes the market took a beating <laughs> did you know he was a big market no, guy? no i didn't know you were a market guy I, I do follow the stock market, okay. yes. But yeah, that's the first, you know, if, if you turn on your phone or your phone comes on yeah. after you've been on the plane, huh. and what are the news alerts about? I mean, look what the look what the Dow was down. The coronavirus scare is affecting the, you know, it, it, I, I don't want to get into this. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, you're a newsman. What's market that? took a beating. I said, you're a newsman. Among other things. Yes. All right. Yes. What do you got? Uh, I don't know. I don't have much. You want to talk about the guys? Sure. Okay. Well, let's let's talk about Doug and Howie. This is the Squawkus in draft. This is what we're going to do. We're going to go around the room uh, saying our like, the questions that you want to ask Doug or Howie. Ooh. But so many. When you throw it out there, this is a question you have to ask tomorrow. And if someone else asks it instead of you, you lose points. I don't Man, like that. What a terrible yeah. guy. Because you're really in You can't slump. let the podcasting get in the way. <laughs> what the hell? And that affects your work. Yeah. You see, I mean, and I'm going to explain something for the listeners. Here. No, I'm going to explain something for the listeners, okay? You guys all watch Howie Roseman and, and, and Doug Peterson press conferences before. There's a finite amount of time. Now, we do speak to them afterwards on the side. Uh, that's, that's not kind of a press conference setting. It's more in a small group setting. But that counts. That, That's a one pointer. The uh, podium is a two pointer. <laughs> but both of those are, are it's it's finite period of time. So you're not going to be firing off all these questions. You need to pick your spots. That's so, what the draft wait, is about. So my point is this: 
If there is a question that I feel someone else is going to ask, I'm not going to ask that one because I like like the coaching yeah. staff. Yeah. Doug's going to get asked about the coaching staff. I don't need to burn my Doug question on a question that I'm confident someone else is going to ask. Or yeah. you can be like Bo last year and ask like 50 questions and get called out by Howie, right? Wasn't that last year? Maybe. Didn't he say something like, wow, Bo's got a lot of questions yeah. or something? Yeah, you know, I was actually dominating that press conference. Apparently, Jimmy Kemsky had no idea what was going on. He wasn't watching that performance. Well, those weren't face-offs. Those weren't face-offs. Those, of course, were face-offs. Those were not face-offs. What are you talking about? Those were not face-offs. It wasn't a single face-off. The face-offs come through in, like, the Monday after oh, please. a big loss. That is as face-off as it gets. You're standing around a guy on a podium in front of you. Every you get fifteen minutes all off season. Everyone's trying to get questions in. That Jimmy, that article I think is the article to beat for the off season among Eagles writers. Wouldn't you agree, Zach? I thought Jimmy just nailed it. All right, so what? Well, but, but I, I thought Bo did a good yeah, job. Like on, easy on, on yeah, like easy with that. Come yeah. on, we don't need to get into that. I actually okay. think Bo is 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 winning this off season so far. Oh. He said he said two really high quality. St- now he said more than two oh. good stories. Um, mm-hmm. Like his shopping list was was really good too, but. The the Kelsey story and the Scout story, which is on the Athletic today, I think are are up there for for the two. Well, best it's very nice of you to say. All right, let's not gas them up too much. Okay. I would like the people to read the Scout story and tell their friends because it's uh, needs some numbers. There you go. <laughs> it's worth reading. I would say it was it was. Um, let's get to that. Let's, let's have a nice conversation about that after. Right, I have right. some questions. Okay. okay. All right, so what, I'm supposed to tell you what my questions are going to be? I mean, I'm not playing your game, but we, you know, we can go around here. <laughs> what about Squawky Asin? Uh, exactly. Okay. I think that that name is such a stretch, though. Like, of course it's a stretch. I thought of it literally one minute before you walked into the room. And by the way, he's from the Atlanta area. He, uh, or yeah, he's, he's from up, Georgia, huh? not North Carolina. So. All right, I think yeah. my, I think my uh, the question I most want to answer. I have a question. Did you get into the stock market oh, God, um, because of Worst like, draft? Any episode. Like you're thinking like, oh, stock up, stock down. You wanted to you wanted it to inform your draft opinions? No, that's not why I got into the stock market. <laughs> okay. I was – I mean I, I was uh, – I was just out of college at a time when the when the market was was down and it was it seemed like uh, you saw an opportunity. Look, I'm I, I don't even know why this <laughs> needs to be discussed. We're, we're here at the combine. There's so much to discuss at the combine. So okay, so the question I want answered is, uh, and I think this may fall into the Zach category if someone else. Uh, may get to this. But well, so the corollary. Oh my God. Uh, no, how no. many times do I have to start? <laughs> I think the I think the the uh, different. Well, not the difference. One thing to consider is if it is a question you know is going to be asked, but you think that you can frame it in a better way than is going to be framed, then it could be worth asking. That is such a pompous take. And on, I, really, I I can ask the question better. No, because for instance, oh, well, you go first because okay. I'll say what I'm going to say. Okay. But, right. So what? <laughs> The question, uh, I think a pressing question is, uh, you know, with all these coaching hires, Doug, you came out and said, I don't know if this is the right way to frame it because this might be too long, but I'll, I'll go with it here and then you can offer your feedback. You know, you said after the season, Mike Groh and Carson Walsh were coming back. You met with Jeffrey Lurie. They obviously are not back. How much input did the owner have in the coaching hires and do you have full autonomy on who's on your staff? Very good question. But I don't think I would do an and there because I don't like those. That's exactly uh, and too long of a lead in. I think. That's exactly what I was going to go for. You you took it no. because I think okay the, I th- I'm going to go. I think <laughs> the done. I think the 
line of questioning is likely to be like, Doug, can you explain why you know you said these guys are coming back and they're not coming back? And I think the right way to frame it is, Doug, you said this. This happened. The obvious interpretation is that Jeffrey Lurie has a hand in the staff. Can you like? Can you address that? Is that true? Like, I think you have to lead lead it in that way. There you go. Is that fair? I didn't think Shield's question was. No, I think. I, yeah, I like the way Shield phrased it too. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I like the way he phrased it too. I mean, I'm, but <laughs> I'm saying, like, if, if it was generally speaking, one interview, that I, is the it, it's a it's a Jeffrey Lurie involvement yeah, question. Sure. It's not a why did you lie to us question. Correct. If if it was a, a one-on-one interview, you don't go at the end. The press conference, you might need to go at the end because you don't know, you don't know if you're getting the follow-up. Mm-hmm. So uh, I know that's right. Um. <laughs> so, all right. So a little flashback to last year's combine. Mm. Uh, I asked uh, Howie Roseman, "Have you made a decision about whether you will use the franchise tag on Nick Foles?" Okay. Um. And he answered it honestly, which which. Uh, I think surprised some, but you know they had made the decision. Surprised me. Oh, that was yeah. you got that. That was a, that was a Zach Berman. Well, I didn't. Answer. I mean, we were all right. there. But my point it's is, a, is that Berman scoop. So there are. That's not. That's definitely not a scoop. <laughs> scoop is if I have it and no one else. Let wants. me paint this. Bo is sitting by the window. Uh, there's some type of landing. I it's don't know. Disgusting outside. I would give it like eight to one odds that Zach throws him through this <laughs> no, by but, the end of that. No, end of a scoop is if. Is if I had bumped into Howie at Cafe Patichu, yeah. and, and we got to go back there. That place is good. I'm great every lunch there. <laughs> a great breakfast, great lunch. Been there. This will be my eighth year in a row going there. <laughs> what? Uh, so, what <laughs> um, so anyway, you said this is your seventh straight year going to a different pizza place. How many places do you have a streak with? Uh, well, I have some staples. So, and there's places that I used to go every year that closed. Um, um, but there are like four or five places that I go to every single year. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. What were you saying? Yeah. So, so you got the full scoop. No, I didn't. <laughs> okay. Um, point is, I think if you ask Howie a direct question about a player decision that might've been made, not like, what are you going to do with Alshon Jeffrey? Because he's mm-hmm. not going to say, you know, but the question I, I would ask is, have you made your decision about Jason Peters' future, and what you'll do at left tackle next season. Good I question. think they've strategically decided to answer this tomorrow. Yes. I Yeah. I, I think, think it's going to be the falls of this year. I, I agree with right. you. That's yeah. why I want to ask yeah. it. I yeah. agree because yeah. I think that's a question that they can answer without, like, without revealing to – you know, it's – it's yeah. and and they can have the <clears> – <throat> Right, they're giving you something. But. Yeah, but they have the splash ready on the, on the website. Thank you, Jason yes. Peters. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's all coordinated. It's the biggest piece of news. For, it'll be the biggest exactly. piece of news, even though it's, you know, we, well, you guys think he's coming back. I think you're right that that, that graphic is already created. Yep. They have they it ready. It. Yeah. Then they can give their whole tribute, the whole league. Exactly. Yeah. You know? And just like Foles last year, when the spin on it was like, and I don't think the three of us did it, but... You know, I, I think there was like a national spin. I'm sorry, you're a national. No, now. I but it was ripped this. It yeah. was like they are doing a solid by Nick Foles. You know, yeah, they, yeah. you know, and they're letting him know now as opposed yes. to dragging this. You know, I was at but, lunch with Bo and I had to tweet about yeah. crushing people. No, yeah. they they had no other. They didn't have other options. They're yeah. not being nice people. Um, that's not. That's also not their job to but, be nice people. But the point is, is that and and they dictated the the narrative, so to speak, the storyline coming out I of. I think you have the exact. So there's so right many things coming out tomorrow, and they would love if the story is is Jason Peters is his all time eagle. We're so thankful for him, uh, but we're moving on to our first round pick last year. 
I think you. I think you have read yeah. this thing perfectly. That, yeah, was, so. that is my. Also, I am on board with that prediction. I like I that. I think this time tomorrow, the Jason Peters era will have come to a close <laughs> officially. Mm. Um, and by the way, it's going to be interesting to see what his market is because there are left tackle Garbanzo Beans options out there, and he's so old. But is there a contending team that says? Get one year out of him. You know he's a good leader. He's yep. got the intangibles. All those. Different it's too bad. There. It's too bad. Andrew Whitworth is coming back because that's like that's exactly the move the Rams would make. Yeah. Yeah. Well. They, yeah. They'll make that move with Whitworth. Right. Is there another? And correct me if I'm wrong. Your highest left tackle in your Capadia rankings has resigned. DJ Humphreys. He right? did. Yeah. To to a nice contract. But he was the top. But Laramie, he was the top I left had tackle. Laramie Tunsil as uh, the highest no, tackle. No, actually, it was uh, oh. the top left tackle was Anthony Costanzo. Oh, that's right. That's right. Thirty-two. Who's contemplating retirement. He's up or, yeah. there, but uh, much no. better player than DJ Humphreys. Uh, Thirty-two is not <laughs> ancient, right, for a left tackle? No. You give him like a couple of years, two, three years, Maybe. right? Uh, I don't know if this is the most important question, but but just on the coaching staff, I think beyond the, you know, how involved is Jeffrey Lurie in the building of this staff is, um, was it an actual focus to get like a Kyle Shanahan guy in here? How important was that? And um, on the staff, the other question is, you know, how do you look Deuce Staley in the face and, uh, you know, still ask him to go to work every day? So should we give a little context here? Uh, Dave Spadaro from PhiladelphiaEagles.com had an interview with Doug Peterson, and uh, the Deuce Daly question came up. Oh, I didn't hear this. It wasn't phrased in, in quite the in, same way. Quite the same way. Right. How can you look at him in the eyes every Have day? Have we talked about the Deuce Daly? Uh, we ha- uh, well, we didn't talk about the South Carolina report. Yeah, we didn't, yeah, we didn't talk, talk about, about it. Yeah. Okay, so go uh, ahead. Yeah, so uh, Doug was saying Deuce – Deuce wants to be here. Deuce is happy here. Deuce has a huge role in the organization. He was under consideration for offensive coordinator, but he has a lot on his plate now as the assistant head coach. Which if, I don't believe to be true. If uh, if Doug were to leave the team for um, for anything, Deuce would be in charge. Like I guess if it, okay, um, he's, gotta, what, he's got a recital to go to. What, like, what would it take for an NFL coach like not to show up to work? I can't even think of anything. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, well, the things you can think of are not worth are, are probably not, not appropriate yeah. to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and that I, you know, I believe he mentioned the role Deuce has in overseeing the developmental program for the practice squad players. He's like uh, the Under Armour outlet has right. a sale. I'm not going to do your practice. So, Deuce, yeah, it's yeah, duck season down in down in Louisiana. I'm going to I'm going to take uh, week three off. <laughs> the born identity just came out. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that that's a that's a and I imagine Doug will follow a similar script tomorrow. Yeah, like I think the Duke the Deuce question is important, but I also I'd rather I'd rather ask Deuce that question. Yes, like you know. Well, you the other thing shit, is, but. I feel like on the record comments on that are not going to be yeah, telling exactly. at all. I so, mean, so for those who don't know, there was a report by our South Carolina writer that uh, Deuce, Josh Kendall. Josh Kendall, yep. thank you. Uh, man, I'm, I was like pulling the tessitory. There. Josh Kendall or Kendall Josh? Josh Kendall. That Deuce Daly reached out to Will Muschamp uh, out at South Carolina, asking about a job. What was yeah. the, I'm trying to think of what the rest of the report was. Well, the report said that he was he was rebuffed. Rebuffed, that, yeah. yes. And, and um, so they, they couldn't match the money. And right you know. then there were then there were uh, reports subsequently 
that it's completely false, that that did not happen. I mean, I would just say in this situation, beware of the spin and the motives of, of these things. I mean, think about it. Re- what is more likely? Yeah, think about it reasonably. Look at what's happened with Deuce Daly over the last several years where the guy's been passed over for promotions twice. Uh, there's really, it seems, there's no path towards moving up from where he is within this organization. And I think, in my opinion, it's totally reasonable to think he would be looking elsewhere. Now, is it exactly what that report said? I, I don't know that, but would it surprise me at all if he's calling around and just seeing what his options are this offseason? Not at all. It would, it would probably surprise me if he did not, if he was not. Yeah, it would be that. crazy if he yeah. didn't, if he wasn't looking elsewhere. Yeah. His son goes to South Carolina, too. Right. Uh, it doesn't mean he's, he's just going to take something, but you check on right. stuff. All right, of course, nothing I like. Stick around for another year, revisit it, yeah. ne- ne- you know, next off season kind of thing. But I mean, he's got to be. It would be um, not human to not be disappointed. Of course, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're next. Oh, I have to. I was just going to go one question and then kind of walk around. Yeah, I mean, shake that's some fine. Hands. We can just sort of go <laughs> yeah, bounce I, around. Well, yeah, because I don't have one. So if anybody has one off the time, I know Zach. Zach Scott. Like eight, how, so many, how many questions do you have in your mind? Do you write them down on a... No, the, they're up here. But up there? I, okay. I'll say this. Is that if no one else was at that press conference tomorrow, I, I could keep it going the whole time. I know, that's right. I, know, that's yeah. right. I, would, like, I, would, I would like to petition the other writers to let you do that. <laughs> I I don't think so. I don't think some of my uh, former colleagues would sign up for that one. Yeah, well. All right. I, I, I got one. I would want to know, you know, Doug, you have coaches on staff with a spread background, with a West Coast offense background. Now that the Shanahan system, what is your vision for how all this works together? What are you trying to accomplish with these coaches who come from different schemes? I probably wouldn't get anything good out of him, right? You know what? That might be a good owner. He gave me a, a good X's and O's owners meeting. Uh, mm. It was like the last 15 minutes after the Super Bowl. And uh, it was about that the mesh play for yeah, the that's right. Super Bowl. And he really gave his, his like best X's and O's answers to me. Best okay. hour of the year for Doug. In, uh, in three years. Yeah. So maybe I'll... Well, I'll feel it out tomorrow. But that, I think, is a big question, one that I'm very interested in, is what, are, what exactly are you trying to accomplish with this offense? What... Do you want it to look like with all these different guys? A little pro tip here oh. is that <clears throat> if you ever want something from Doug, <clears throat> the last 20 minutes of the owner's meeting breakfast. So the owner's meeting breakfast is an hour yeah. with the coach. And and Doug, uh, he, he it's early in the morning. Um, you know, there's something the night before. He was, so, on, he was on a rollabout last <laughs> year. <laughs> so he's, he's usually pretty <laughs> tired as it is. Comes out firing. You know, he comes out ready for us. Okay, by like minute 30, <laughs> you know, it's rubbing the eyes. Okay, by minute 40, it's the, the truth serum is in there. So, I love that. Yeah, that's, that's, I like that. That's that a great, that's, yeah. well, it's like uh, Alan Walking said, you got to scout your sources. You got to, I like that. That's <laughs> yeah. a good job by you. Um, so, uh, all right, so, so there's a handful of things. I'll say, I, I mean, backup quarterback's not the the most pressing topic, but I want to, I, I, I am curious if, Doug, if if Doug is prioritizing starting experience as much as he has historically in his time here, they have not had a backup quarterback in Doug's um, four years here that uh, had not started at least one game in the NFL. That reminds me that I had after we did our last podcast, the who would be your number one free agent target, and I thought about it. 
I think the answer might be Case Keenum. Wow, really? Because under the under Why the so what? Case Keenum under the Number theory one? under the theory that like if that's the guy you like, you're willing to win that market because the market has a cap there. Like like we talked about, I don't obviously I would rather have Byron Jones than Case Keenum, but. I would rather win that market than win the Byron Jones market, mm, probably. Wow. Someone thought I was too mean to you. Although I think uh, maybe Marcus Mariota is a possibility. Really? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I'm not, I don't I, I guess I've more heard about him in context of like going to Chicago and competing with Trubisky, and that I, you know, I don't think that's going to get you anywhere, really. Yeah, I think as a number really two. I don't really think he's got anything, but maybe. I don't know. As a number two. He takes so know. many sacks. He just checks it down. He doesn't move like he used to. Yeah, I mean, I agree with all those things, but what else are you going to get? On our iTunes review, somebody got mad. Well, they got mad at you, Zach, because they thought it was you, but it was really me uh, for being too mean to Bo about his Anthony Harris pick. Yeah, I, I think I, I was that mean. I did have was one I? comment that mm. I, you know, I, I listened back and I felt bad about because oh. I circled. I, I only felt bad about it because I circled back to it. I said you shouldn't feel bad about anything you say to me. I said I would love to be a that's GM. Really, that's how I look at it. <laughs> I said I would. <laughs> I would love to be a GM in the league with uh, uh, with a GM who, who's whose offseason priority is a 29 year old safety who started one game. That's great. Um, oh, or, or so started maybe, one season. Well, maybe they did. Maybe think it yeah. Was you. All right. yeah. And by the way, I, I do like Anthony Harris uh, as someone who watched a lot of his games at Virginia. Um, you know, he's a good player. Well, I think we're answering different questions. Like, uh, obviously, I don't think he's the best player on the market. It's it's like who whose market do you want to win? Sure. Byron Jones's market. He's Keenum. I don't know. I could see. I could see them signing Case Keenum. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's not tall enough. I, I for wouldn't them. answer the question that way. The question Sorry posed, right. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I would not be opposed to signing Case Keenum as your backup. Yeah, but you, you, but you have big hands, Zach. You, you, hand size, you're doing well. <laughs> you know, I, the Case Keenum moment. They're, I re- they're big enough to be a sports writer. The Case Keenum <laughs> moment I remember is uh, remember after the Eagles beat the Vikings and he had that nice moment with Foles on the field. Yeah. Do you remember mm, that moment? Or not no? really. Yeah, it's documented in Underbelly. I'm sure it is. You know, he's, 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 like, he's like, I'm so happy for you. you oh, that's were, right. Because You earned yeah. this. And I, I actually think that said a lot about both guys. I was like, man, Foles, just everybody right. loves Foles. But that is maybe like the – it's like the McCown thing they're looking for. Like a yeah, guy. No, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. yeah, I think he's a good like support guy. Yeah. Um, so. I forget which defensive player it is, but – uh, before week one this year. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> when when one of the questions was, do you remember the last time you st- – uh, uh, that uh, case – I think it was Malcolm. I think it was Malcolm. And and, and Malcolm, who, who, by the way, keeps notes on every single quarterback. Right. Um, was like, uh, no? Well, yeah. <laughs> like the NFC Championship. It was Malcolm, yeah. Yeah. And he's like uh, – Oh, okay. <laughs> it was kind of like this <laughs> laugh. Like, like yeah. oh, we saw how that went. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And actually, Case Keenum played real well against them when we won this year. Yeah, he did. Um, I had a question. What was it? Oh, uh, Mike, I have a Howie question. Mm-hmm. Um, in the past, you have spoken about uh, these drafts that were historically deep at different positions. Good question. Running back in 2017, and you ended up with Donald Pumphrey. Last year, defensive line. You didn't draft anybody until Sharif Miller in the fourth round. Great question. This year, we all know it's wide receiver. Do you think it is important that you get a wide receiver early instead of waiting? Yeah. yeah good question, good. right? It's a good question. I, I, uh, I, can't, I, can't, I can't be quite as long-winded with it. And I don't 
when I hear and the questions, all... then I'm automatically envisioning how they're yeah, going to answer. Yeah, he's not going to give and an answer. And I think I he'll just BS his way around that, but that doesn't mean you don't ask the question. Well, maybe, maybe that's not the right – maybe uh, it's what did you how learn you... from those yeah. experiences? Uh, yeah, you're right. It's hard to get – he's not going to give a good answer about anything. He's just going to be like, that's right, Jason yeah. Peters. Hall of Famer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, we we hired Connor Barwin. I don't know if you saw yeah. that. You know? Sproles. Yeah. Taking we Instagram pictures. Yeah. 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 Brandon Brooks. I mean, I, I need to figure out the best way to phrase it. I, I've been thinking about it. And it's, it's something that, that I asked Howie last year about the type of free agency would target, uh, you know, in, in terms of, uh, when they built the core of the team, they went after the Roddy McLeod, Brandon Brooks, mm-hmm. 26-year-old ascending players. And he kind of like, uh, you know, and then you saw what they did in free agency again. They went after older players. And he explained in his press conference because of the position they were in with, with the cap. But I, I, I really want to get into to his free agency approach if he's going to change the way he's approaching free agency. And if they're willing to to spend big, and and are they willing to uh, are are they less wary of qualifying comp pick free agents? Great, yeah. Uh, because I'm sure, Jimmy's going to ask that one. Yeah, we should save that <laughs> yes. one for Jimmy. But uh, I think you that's an, I think yeah. that's an important question. Okay, over to you. Oh, me again, boy. He just double dipped. He he took. Yeah, I mean. He did a good job. He's, I, he's I, got a lot of, I got a lot of questions. You want to just let Zach go through yeah, his list? No, but I, I want to, you know, in case, in case how <laughs> you have, you have a, this is a, uh, this is like peak Berman. It's great. You're pepping your step. I got to tell you, you've been waiting. Okay. Like, I've, this is fantastic. I'm, past few I'm weeks, happy to see it. These past few weeks have been tough. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've, I've had three stories that have fallen through that I, I was really excited to write. Oh no. Okay. I've, uh, um, I love like the action. I love being involved in something, and I'm like I'm searching. I'm t- I'm messaging our editor what's working in other markets. Like I messaged him like three times about that. I'm I'm uh, and he subsequently went on vacation to escape. <laughs> uh, That's true. I did think it was weird that he went on vacation. Now I know why. Yeah. I've been I've been circling this. And the start of free agency and the owners' meetings and then uh, the draft. Uh, like, all right, the, the, the slow time's over. You're fired up. I Let's love it. Let's get going. Like, I am so pumped. What's the best way to address the medical staff questions? Uh, good question. You know, what did the review turn out? What did Arsh's review? Yeah. Am I pronouncing it correctly, Arsh? I think so. Yeah. Uh, what did Arsh's you review? You got to go doctor. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, dude, is, is so actually this is this is an, an interesting conversation. Okay, it, we are n- like you're like chastised, and I suppose rightfully so. If you call like a coach, Coach Peterson, yeah, from if if you're in the media, do you call a doctor differently because they earn that like because they have the degree technically, or do you still go with? Yeah, I mean, let's go like. Or do you go with Arsh, you know? Um, I think doctor is different. I think I, – I don't know. I actually I like when people call me Dr. Shield. Well, we know that. Yeah. I actually – I don't have as much of a problem with coach as some people do. I would – I mean I would call him Doug. I wouldn't call him coach. But I don't mind that. 
what I really mind is like a is a is a Mister oh, to an owner. The Mr. Bob if you Spade. if you're giving a, if you're giving an owner a Mister, like yeah. you know, put on the uh, put on the old white gloves, Jeeves, and get a, get a different job. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not in favor of the Mister. I'm not, I'm not in favor of, of of the coach either. Although there, you know, there are times like if if you're calling a high school coach. And you can't pronounce the name. Oh yeah, high school. I'd much <laughs> rather call a high school coach coach. Yeah, than, yeah, than so Doug. Yeah. I I've done that a few times where where it's like you know I I, I don't know the pronunciation of the name. I would never and call so, Coach Flynn Brian. Oh no, you can't do that. Yeah, I would call Brian. Well, yeah, that's why that's why <laughs> the truth is over. He's not my coach. <laughs> yes, he's my coach. Okay. Was there was there a thread that needed to be ended there? Ended. <laughs> Consider it ended. Okay. Well, oh, this is just about how, how fired up Zach is. No, are there but we're any other, are they, what are the are there oh the medical stuff? Big? Yeah, well, it's hard. Yeah, like what are they going to answer? I, I think what did the review turn up is a, is a an appropriate question. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to frame it. You yeah. might you might get something there. Mm-hmm. Any other players to ask about Malcolm Jenkins? Perhaps. Yeah, yeah I think Jenkins so, out there. I think you can ask about. Um, what? How do you view Avante Maddox? Is it, do you view him as a yeah, possible that's safety? A that's I mean, Alshon Jeffrey will get asked. You got to yeah. Ask about so him. my prediction is that for kind of decisions that might be up in the air, Howie is is purposefully vague. Doug, you don't know what Doug's going to say sometimes. Right. But Howie, ha- there was last year. Vague. We learned uh, they gave like a very pro Aguilar answer that was yes. surprising and that en- they ended up bringing it back yes, it was, that yeah. was that was so, interesting although I so, don't know that that was telling at the time yeah no yeah so the context was that the Golden Patriot really affected him um, <laughs> that was how so uh, uh, another... so, so the more kind of the backstory for the or I, I wouldn't even say backstory context for our listeners uh, when you're at these press conferences, there are a few different types of reporters. You obviously have your Eagles beat mm. reporters that are here. Okay, there are national about reporters. to put some people on blast. Huh? No, 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 no. You you, oh, you have Jabrons. you have other teams reporters who if if there's a like a new coach, you know, if, if if they were to hire if a team hired Frank Reich, right? Okay, they want to know from from Doug, right. you know, about Frank Reich. Um, and then you have your you have some college reporters who are working on a story on player from their school, you know, some general draft overview, but then... And there's draft, uh, is that what you're going to say? No, but then there's fantasy football reporters here. That's right. And and they are at the press conferences, uh, and they ask specific questions about, like, players that might be up and coming in fantasy. You know, like, like how do you see Corey Clemens' role expanding next year? Right. Like, like that kind of thing. And I think, yeah, and, and so that's something that... Uh, and there's, like, draft guys from, you know... Yeah. Draftbang.com, who were like, uh, I don't know what website you who, who's, uh, <laughs> you know, what, what, do you, what do you think of, uh, you know, LaVisca Chenault? He's <laughs> got many proud, many tabs over yeah. there. I'm afraid to, for yeah. him to move. That's what actually one of my, that's actually one of my favorite bits is like a fake draft name because there's all these like uh, draft nasty. That's a real one. Draft nasty? That's, <laughs> that's uh, Corey Chavis's. Huh. Draft site, I believe. Right, well, he's been there, done that. So yeah, yeah he got hired. Just, on you know, you say that. draft, and then a very dirty term, and that's the uh, you know, it's a great joke. Okay. It's been killing from killing for me for years. <laughs> <laughs> All 
I mean, Zach, what else you got? I think Zach's got something to say here. No, no, no. I, no, no, I, you, I got a lot. Got, you well, got, Zach, you, you know, you, you did say, say you did say that you love the action. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes, I do. And um, this is good to know because the NBA has just started up again. All-star breaks are in the past, and teams have their sights set on securing their place in the playoff race. Over in college hoops, teams are jockeying for tournament seed. So much action, so little time. And DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, can get you right in the middle of all the action. The XFL is back to scratch everyone's itch for football. Check out DraftKings Sportsbook app to see what special promotions they're offering on the most extreme league in the U.S. American-made DraftKings Sportsbook is a safe and secure betting app. You can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. It's no wonder DraftKings Sportsbook is America's top-rated sportsbook app. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code TOSS, T-O-S-S, for a limited time. All new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Don't forget, enter code TOSS, T-O-S-S, and get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000 only in DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, uh, Pennsylvania only, in partnership with Meadows, Racetrack, and Casino. The bonus is comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match each up to each up to five hundred dollars. Deposit bonus requires twenty five times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call one eight hundred gambler. Indianapolis is one of those weird places where you land and you don't know if the time changed or not. Did it? It did not. Oh. But it, it took me a while to learn that. It did not. But there is a part of the state that does not recognize daylight savings, I believe. Mm. Or well, I know Arizona does, but but there's a part of this. So, like, no, uh, wait, no, is Arizona so, in, in Indiana? No, it, well, all right. So there was a a, a, a West Wing episode when they were in Indiana. Mm. To catch up on that, where yeah. they were in Indiana campaigning, and they went across like the town line, and mm. the time and the and, and the time changed. So there's a what always gets me is Pensacola. You fly into Pensacola, you think you're still in Florida. You are in Florida, but it's a different time zone. The other thing you did exiting the plane hmm. was going right, left, right, left. Oh, you jumped in front? He jumped me. Oh, no he way. He was going right, left, right, left. He went left before You right. had no airplane uh, etiquette. It's like you never you reclined. Go down. I did not recline. I'm just a, I'm just a big boy when I sleep. <laughs> the, 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 janky, the janky seat goes back. I, will tell, I feel bad about that. I'll tell you why I did that. Because I was so concerned with getting that uh, charger hub, and I knew that I was going to have to look on the floor of the plane, and I wanted to let the woman out next to me, so I was trying to get out quickly and just duck into the empty row in front of me so that I could let the people pass, get out of the way, and then get to my business of searching the floor. You could have done that after me. I could have. I could have. But if This is like when, uh, who was it who said the ball got lost in the lights, one of those? Couldn't play at night. Who would Donald oh, no. Pumphrey? Yeah, you yeah. were the Donald Pumphrey of airplane uh, travel. And Nelson travel. in a. In a, in a How is that an apt comparison in any way? You make an excuse. That's not an excuse. It's an explanation. Uh, Donnell, <laughs> they're calling you Pump. Don't you dare! How about our Uber driver? Our Uber driver. Uh, 
played for the Patriots. That's right. The North Pole Patriots. Mm. He's from North Pole, Alaska. What did you make of – do you think he's a cop? He is a police officer. He is a police yeah, officer. He is where he was. I figured he was a retired Yeah, that's what I figured officer. too. Oh, well, he has the badge in his yeah. hanging. Yeah. So. Real nice guy. She had a story. Well, so he dropped me off after you guys. <laughs> yeah. And he's on yeah, the, your you know, big fancy hotel. He's on the street. But, you know, we don't actually actually see the hotel. So anytime in those situations, I say, just pull over. Yep, of course. I find it. And he says, okay. And he says, I, I think it's, uh, and I read out like one of the numbers on the buildings because I, I forget what it was. But, you know, it said 153 and it was supposed to be 123. And he said, oh, I think that they're going down. It's back there. <laughs> So I get out. I know it's not back there. I know that I got to go. I know I have to. I don't know, but like uh, you don't want to. Ooh. I'm. Yeah. If I was, if it was just me going on my instincts, I'm going forward because like we just yeah. went down this one way street and I didn't see it. Yes. So I knew it was a better chance. It was forward, but I mean, you know, it's a, a Vietnam vet, a yep. police officer. The guy just told me he thinks he's back there. So and you started walking. I did the charade. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I did the charade That's respectful of, walking, of you. Walking back, waited until he left. That's yeah. pretty good. And then I came back. That's respectful of you. Oh. Yeah, I like yeah, not a lot of guys, not a lot of people you would do that for. No. Good for you. Good for that guy. Only strangers, not anyone I know. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. All right. Anything else? What's on your mind this week? Zach wants to talk to some wide receivers. Well, do you have any more questions for I Doug and Howie? Well, I, I would rather just ask them. I would rather just ask them in real time. Yeah, we can, okay. we'll discuss those tomorrow. Uh, but right. but yeah. no, I, I I would say overall, I'm curious how forthcoming Howie Roseman is going to be about some of these decisions. Uh, like Shield said, and, and and like you like you agreed, um, you know, I, I think he's. I, I think Howie's going to give a little nugget. I, I do think that. I think Doug. Um, a little breadcrumb for the. Yeah. I think Doug's actually going to be the opposite. Down to the uh, yeah, exactly. I think after Doug's um, last press conference performance, <laughs> I think he's going to be very buttoned up. I think he's going to be very. It'd be funny if he went the I other way. That's right. Like, You're probably yeah, right about yeah. that. Yeah, like I think Doug is going to be so purposely vague. Yeah, you know, he's going to be very he, serious. You don't know if he's going to be on the Eagles. Yeah, but he struggles doing that bit sometimes. He does. Very vague bit. Yeah. So um, okay. there's a uh, yeah. You like? Uh, I'm, I'm curious to see what what Joe Cowie pulls out. Um, I, I had, I appreciated our, our, our commenters. I did something on the, on the cornerback position last week. That was and, a good deep dive. And I had Howie's, uh, quote about where he said, my favorite joke around here is you can't pick them off trees. Mm-hmm. And like a few commenters said, that's Howie's favorite joke. <laughs> it was our impression as well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so, um, I'm, I'm curious about that. Uh, I want to hear from some of the other uh, coaches and GMs on on kind of their view on this draft. I I, I like hearing that. Um, I'm curious. Who's, who, who, what other coaches and GMs do you, do you like to talk to? Who gives you a good answer? Well, that's you a good. Walk, you can just kind of walk around and listen. Yeah, yeah. But um, so in the past, uh, in the past, John Schneider was was uh, good up there. Okay. Um, Les Snead was 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 mm. always good. I don't know. I if like Les a little on, more Snead. I don't know if you. Les is on the schedule this year. Well, this is very, this is so interesting because it's uh, it, you know Howie Roseman, Joe Douglas, and Andrew Barry yes. will all be having exactly press conferences. You yeah, know? these are all from these I, guys. I want to hear them. Yeah, yeah. I've just been with the organization. The Barry will be interesting. I'd yeah, like I to, think yeah. so. so. Uh, yeah, and then um, you know so the, uh, some of these these coaches that are coming through. Uh, I always like a Philly guy, so there are some. There are two new Philly coaches. Mm. I will Judge say, Kevin Stefanski. I just stood in the back of uh, Dave Gettleman's last year, and I was blown away by this guy. 
Just, I'm excited to. We did this last year, yeah. <laughs> just like the the gift, the greatest gift the that's ever been given to Eagles honestly, fans. Honestly, he should just do TV. <laughs> it was very entertaining. I thought. Yeah, but I don't think he would be as entertaining on TV. That's he's entertaining true. because that's he's true. in a position of actual power. So, uh, Bo's favorite, uh, Bo's favorite national writer, uh, Peter King, had a little nugget in, in his uh, column today, and actually the nugget came from Paul Schwartz of the New York Post that in Dave Gettleman's drafts. He has never traded back. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I've heard. Yeah, which is like it's 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 amazing. And it's and it's not just that he's never done it. He's like philosophically yes. opposed to it. It's yeah. ridiculous. Which he's is a, like don't. He's a total and then uh, chump. And Peter King used the example of how John Schneider turned one pick last year in the four, and one of them was DK Metcalf. Yeah, and you're just increasing your odds. And I don't. I I think sometimes like sometimes volume could go the other way. Uh, the Eagles had that draft in 2011. Was it mm, or, or, or or 2010? When, yeah, yeah, 2010, when they took a bunch of players. But the thing with 11. volume is that Jason Kelsey comes in the uh, sixth round. in the sixth round, you know? And, and so even if you miss on – or, yeah, was it 11? I think it was 11. Yeah, it was, it was, it was 11. It was Danny Watkins' this year. Watkins, yeah. Jarrett, Curtis Marsh, four fourth-round picks. Alex Henry, Casey Matthews. Brian Roll was that year. He was a sixth. Brian Roll was the was the sixth. sixth. Vanderveldi was fifth. Kelsey was sixth. Was Keenan Clayton that year? Was he your year? Keenan Clayton was one of the fourths. Okay. And Mike Kafka, of course, yeah. enemy of the pod. Well, I spoke. And then Kurt Coleman in the seventh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's an argument for volume. Is that right. you might you might hit on one later? I spoke to uh, Cade Massey for my piece today. I really like that piece. Thank you. Who, yeah. who co-authored the paper? I liked basically, it too. Scorecasting, right? On uh, on Massey Thaler. There you go. On which picks are the most valuable, he they looked specifically at the first round, and basically it was, uh, you know, it was that philosophy of if you have, you know, picks one through five or whatever, it's always better to trade down, get two bites of the apple yep. rather than one. And so I did have some follow up questions for him, which did not make my piece, which I'll include in a later one. But you know, one of them was when you say draft for volume, are you t- like, there's got to be a cutoff, right? I mean, it's not better to have. <clears throat> Uh, you know, six seventh round picks, then three picks in the top 50. And he said, absolutely, that the paper was just about the uh, first round. He thinks that, you know, it probably changes. And there's a point where you don't want to do that. And he agreed there's a point where you might want to trade up, you know, two mm-hmm. six for a fourth or whatever, if your data or your information uh, says that. And he said he's also rethought it since then about putting all your chips in for a quarterback. He thinks that's the exception, that if you had to rewrite the paper now, redo the mm. analysis that if you're trading up for a quarterback, it, it is totally different. One, just because of the impact they have on the game, and you know it's an increasingly passing league. But also, he's making the point the longevity of the quarterbacks now. You know, that's you true. The franchise guy, a franchise quarterback, compared to your franchise, you know, corner, sure. it's going to be a lot different. And if you're re-signing that guy over and over again, you're probably getting him at you are getting him at better than market value because he's not reaching the market. So mm-hmm. even you know, like even think of Russell Wilson's contract last year, right? It sounded crazy, thirty-five million. If he were on the free agent market, what would he have gotten? Sure. Mm-hmm. And so it's different with, with quarterbacks because it, it's all about his his thing was all about a surplus. Are you getting more value, you know, compared to what you're paying the guy? And so I thought that was interesting. That's interesting. There you go. Read that piece. What do you think of a Doylestown? I like Doylestown. A little far out there. Nice town. What I know, all really I know nice about town. Doylestown is that it's the end of the line. 
on that scepter on that on that route. Okay, yeah. Like the Doylestown line. Nice little town there. Yeah, when I was in high school, I, I, I don't think I've uh, ever spent any time. I did. I've, I've driven only past. been there a couple times. What were I you was doing? a valet parker, and I had the valet park out there at a party. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, was it? This was an in person. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's nice. I'm sorry. I missed your thing. Oh, no problem. No, I. it, it wasn't that interesting. When I was okay. in high school, I, I, I valet parked cars. And, oh. And, uh, really? I can't yeah. see you doing that job. Why not? Why not? Why not? Like, yo, like getting the key, you know, the old behind the back talk with the keys. No. You don't think he's you know? cool enough to pull that off? I didn't say cool enough. I don't know. I disagree. Cool. Yeah. No, I, I actually have a real funny story. I actually have a real funny story about this. Taking like the Ferrari for the joyride. Yeah. No, well, I've, you don't need I've, it back for a while, dude. I have Mr. a real McMahon. funny story. So there was a company policy <laughs> that we couldn't adjust the seats. Okay. <laughs> what? Yeah, and that so, makes sense. I would be pissed if some yeah. if I came in and somebody like, don't adjust adjusted the seat, my seat. Don't adjust the radio. And I was doing this this uh, this one party. It was a dentist. Mm-hmm. It was this. It was this. House party for a dentist. That's as much as I'll oh, say. Oh, that's uh, the, <laughs> another party. big. That's so good. That's as much as I'll say. Yeah. It was a. It was, was a. I don't uh, want to say where it was a Novocaine party. It was no, a, no, no. Because <laughs> who wants laughing gas? <laughs> it was a laughing gas no. party. And so someone came. Everybody, get, everybody, put your keys in the bucket. Zach takes the bucket, and, and they get to, and they get going. No, and this and and this guy wasn't like Yao Ming, but he was he was like <laughs> six five. And he he drove an Escalade, okay. And so I I get in, and like I'm not kidding, like I I'm having a hard time here, okay. Um, you know, and you can't adjust the seat. That's dangerous. Very, yeah, very. So it's so. So did you adjust so it and then and then re I, and then I figured it out. Oh, how did you uh, figure it out? Would you you get like a so a crutch or something see. like that? No, you just. I mean, I wasn't going far, so okay. I was navigating around. Just standing up, hoping it wasn't hitting anybody. Um, and then, uh, yeah, but I the, feel like Yao gets a gets a raw deal. He was people don't remember how good he was at his peak. Did I give him a raw deal? No, no, oh. I'm just saying. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah I'm, di- I'm like so intrigued by the thought of a dentist party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this was a company that that you got hired Ain't by, like a dentist party. So, no, so I worked for a valet parking company, so oh. house parties would hire us to come in and, and work. So it wasn't like it was one place all the time. And so I did a party in Doylestown. I did a party and you know, I, I can go on. And I, this was my senior year during that spring and summer. Yeah. You know what time that party started? 2.30. 2.30. That's right. <laughs> yeah. No, that wasn't actually the time. Um, <laughs> no, this is a late night party. We, this is a bad boy party. <laughs> no, but you have to, so you have to pull tips. You know, and, okay. and one of my, you know, I, I, I was pretty good at getting tips. Um, oh. tips. You know what the key is? Seriously. Good and, pun. And, and, and let me know. Okay. Let me know if this would endear you to the Valley Parker. When they give you the ticket, you just go in the all out sprint. It doesn't matter. Like if you sprint, when you get <laughs> what? <to> the lot. <laughs> yeah. <you> what? <laughs> Wait, an all-out sprint to its tomorrow? Oh, no, what? when they give you the ticket. No, you look at the ticket. You look at the ticket. You... Just in any direction. You just take the ticket and no. jet off. No, I've toward never where the cars. No, this. toward where the cars are. So they give you the ticket. You get the, the key. Sprint. Okay. And you sprint. So it looks like you're working really hard to get oh that car. God. And then once you get out of the, uh, like the view, you might slow down a little. But if they see that you're... If somebody took my car and sprinted away, I would be so confused. I would definitely 
Go, what the hell is going on? No, no. <laughs> Stop laughing. Right? Who did I get my keys to? This, this what, psycho. What a scene this is. Guy in the dentist coat gives Zach the keys. <laughs> he takes off in a sprint. He gets in this escalator. He can't reach the thing. <laughs> This is amazing. Guys on night. Guys have no, so, guess. so, <laughs> I'm sorry. When you don't go in the sprint, when you park the car, you go in the sprint when you're picking up the car. Right. Yeah. I All right. You. I, I get, get it. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. No, no, right. I understand. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, all right. Let's lead with that one. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. That's a good Howie question. <laughs> Ever been to a dentist party? <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, we've got a lot to talk about the rest of the week, so I guess we don't have to belabor this podcast. I'll be the judge of that, by the way. Whether we're belaboring or... No, whether we have a lot to talk about. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, any other final thoughts? You know, you I... Said you, had, you said you had scout questions. You want to save those? Oh, yeah. So, well, well why, do, why don't you tell people what the... Uh, story was about. If they want to subscribe, they can go to theathletic.com slash birds with friends. More people are subscribing with theathletic.com slash birds with friends than I ever knew. We get some numbers on that bad boy. Mm. We appreciate that. that. Yep. Yeah. All right. I'll set it up for you. All right. So Bo went to Knoxville, Tennessee, a state I've never been to. Never been to Tennessee? No, how was it? Yeah, we, 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 we went, went to Nashville, Nashville together. <laughs> yeah. We went to Nashville. <laughs> That's on for me right there. <laughs> I totally didn't remember. Jeez. All right. Well, I've never been to Knoxville. I was not, how was the Knoxville? Um, didn't, didn't spend much time, much but I did get in early and uh, was staying uh, next door to the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame. So I went in there for a little bit. Okay. That was fun. Uh, Bo spent a day with uh, Eagles area scout Alan Walking. 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 Wal- yeah, I think. Uh, and he just was uh, hanging out with him for the day and wrote about it. Access to I would day. say um, – like earnestly, probably one of my favorite uh, days on the job. Really it was fun. It, yeah. That's great. Yeah, it was. It was a cool thing we don't usually get to see. Now, the thing I told you, I was most surprised about. I didn't realize that when a scout goes on a school visit like this, he's spending like the entire day watching film. Well, that was, that was shocking to me that they don't. I I just always thought there's a database that has every school's film on it. And pro teams can get to it, watch it remotely. I thought that whole day would be spent talking to the other stuff you mentioned. You know, talking to trainers and coaches and uh, watching a practice, that that kind of thing. Well, it, it makes sense if you think of it. I mean, they can't schedule these meetings for whenever. They have to be available for whenever those people are ready. And if you think about it, like the, if the job is like watch as much film as you can during your downtime, then – like having your active downtime be while you're there, it makes sense to sort of schedule it out that way. That's true. But you also but, said the film's not available right away to them. Yeah, it's usually the, they say like the film takes like a week or so. Um, so yeah, that, that's me. a little bit interesting. I liked how this was the reverse of the Kapadia curse. The the wolf walking. Uh, yeah, yeah, they went six and zero oh after you left. Well, and you know what's what's extra interesting about that is they had their scout meeting. You know, their their initial meeting for the draft in December, they came the week right before the Eagles won their won that Giants game. So well, so the, yeah. the post Wolking, I think, was like ten and zero this year, regular season wise. What was the what was what did you think was the most interesting part of the process? Um it's a lot of driving. A lot of driving, but I think that that's like 
I mean, it's it's known. It's known, right? Yeah. Uh, just like the the going into the day, what I was what I was curious about is like, what is the incentive for like yes. the people on campus to be honest with mm-hmm. the scouts, right? Um, but it is like it's this whole ecosystem that relies on everybody uh, trusting each other to some degree. And I really liked the the one quote from the from the strength coach who said, like. The feedback I get from scouts, the kind of questions they ask, I can take those questions and t- and bring them to my younger players and like this is the, these are the things that you need to work towards. These are the things that scouts are looking for. These are the, the we know the questions. Now it's up to you to get the answers. So, sure. If you worked at at like McKinsey, okay, and they were bringing you in. A team was bringing you in. This guy's really showing a mm, wide range of knowledge. Yeah, probably, oh, uh, probably. Run for president with uh, no no real. Uh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> a team a team was bringing you in to uh, as like a um, to look at their scouting system mm-hmm. and to kind of make recommendations. So you spent the day with a scout, and I'm asking you. Oh, so I'm Jeffrey Lurie, or I'm Don Smolensky, or I'm Howie, and I'm saying what what attribute do you think is the most important for a good scout? What what, what makes a good scout? I think, uh, like interpersonal, uh, like conversation ability, like the, the, the way that Alan was and I didn't get too much into it, but he like, he has a very disarming way about him that like, I, you know, I've talked to other scouts. They're not all like that. <clears throat> with whom would you say? Like Humble with, with, with people from the school, with, with people from the school, other yeah. with other scouts, of course, I think scouts are probably all yeah. cool with each other, but, um, yeah, with 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 coaches and you know uh, nutritionists and academic sure. advisors and people like that. Um, I think, I mean, you know, p- presumably all scouts are like dedicated football heads mm-hmm. who you know grind tape and are happy to talk football. But I think like you know where the difference is between different scouts, like that ten percent difference, is probably the information that you can get out of people who other people aren't talking to because I mean, it goes back to the same, it goes back to the Massey piece that she wrote, like presumably no one is actually that much better, if at all better than other people at forecasting this thing that is impossible to predict. So I like the nugget about how he, if a guy, if a, if a, somebody on the coaching staff came from another school, that was very interesting. Get background on somebody he coached at the other school, because then, I mean, they can just right. be totally honest. That's exactly and let it right. Fly. Yeah. And so, like you know, if you're scouting Alabama guys, your trip to Tennessee might be more useful for getting information than than going to Alabama. There you go. Like when the Clippers hired Lee Jenkins, uh, and one of the things they said was was that as a as as, as a reporter, he had to find out all the stuff about a guy's background and know what questions to ask and really kind of get to know them outside of what you see on the, on the court. It sounds like that's a big part of what a scout does too is there was a lot of makeup. What's there as we were just like talking throughout the day, there's a lot of overlap between like a reporter and a scout. Um, Is Bo leaving us? So I don't think it works that way. I think it it might work the other way. Yeah. But Yeah. yeah, it was fun. Okay. Good. It was, it was a fun story to do. Good story. Well done. Well executed. You're yeah. you're really good at at at, no, at the long payoff. No, like it's it's something that I've learned from you. At the what? Like you're willing to sit on a story. Mm. Like I'm not go- if if I have something that excites me, like 
I want to write it and get it out. And and you're you're really good at, at like uh, at, at, at the waiting game and waiting it out. Well, the right I don't time. know if that's a good thing or not. Like, no, it is a good thing. It's you did it with Kelsey I mean, too. I this this you know I did the I, I did I made this visit in uh, October in October and you know like the nineteenth. I was I up till was, five a.m. on Friday night. That's probably not yeah. the most efficient use of of time, but there you go. Procrastination is healthy. That's what I. If find. it's worth doing, it's worth doing at the yeah. last minute. Yeah, I agree. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I guess that'll do it. Should we set up the week real quick? By the way, please do. Yeah. So uh, the the coaches and GMs, Howie Roseman will speak, and and, and Doug Peterson will speak on Tuesday. They speak um, at one o'clock tomorrow, yep. right? Um, okay. the, the quarterbacks and the wide receivers are tomorrow morning as well. Uh, they are speaking. There aren't any on-field workouts until Thursday night. That's when the quarterbacks will throw and the receivers will catch. Um, and if then, they're any good. Yeah. Uh, and then it kind of the uh, the other offensive players go on. What they speak to us Wednesday, work out Friday, and then it it kind of goes from there. Defensive linemen, linebackers the next day, defensive backs the last day. Want me to give you a little dread? A little. Dr- this isn't like a a. Um... This isn't like coming just from me, like others. That, but I, I got my hands on the uh, the LSU Alabama All Twenty Two. Oh, oh look! At, got, what do you mean, got your hands Listen, on? Listen, it's hard. Uh, I don't know where the college film exists, but this one I got my. I hands wondered on. that too. I was I was trying to yeah. find that in yeah. Doylestown. This one I got my hands on, and uh, this Jerry Judy I think could be mm. special. This guy has like you uh, like a Judy. Listen, I'm not. I pro- prefer Judy. I'm Jared. not a professional scout or anything. Yeah. But when you watch him, just like the way he's got these defensive backs off bout, like he he made them fall multiple times. He's the way he moves is very smooth. It's like uh, Odell Beckhamish. I feel like you know he's just like sets them up and uh, rugs, didn't, of rugs. rugs didn't pop as much. Uh, for him. Rugs in in that game, I I mean he was fine. I didn't. Uh, no, I, I thought watching that, I was like, "Oh, I was smitten with Judy," and I was like, "All right, need to see more." What did you think of Jefferson? I only watched the. Uh, oh. I, I want. I want to watch as many of the wide receivers as I can to put together uh, something. Yeah, I want to do that as well. Okay. We did the. Well, uh, I better the get mine up beef, before. You. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't have to write anything. I just <laughs> want to have it. Uh, we did the beat writer mock draft, and I had Jefferson going to the Eagles at twenty-one. Oh, interesting. Over the, who? Who else? Well, Zach and I, I were Zach this? and I were, were going back and forth on okay. this. Uh, so Ruggs goes at nineteen. So the you Eagles probably should have traded yeah. up to nineteen, but I wasn't uh, checking I'm Slack tied up in at the time. That day. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. yeah, we were literally doing the podcast when yeah. the call to trade up went. So uh, how we missed the boat, and so the board is actually like you could go Xavier McKinney or Grant Delpit as the mm. first safety off the board, and I think those are possibilities. Uh, I think McKinney makes sense for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could have taken the third cornerback off the board. They had the Auburn guy going at 20, so that meant that Trayvon Diggs and C.J. Henderson were both available, and then all of the receivers after the top three. So T. Higgins, LaVisca Chenault, Jefferson, and I just decided how he's afraid of the injuries with Chenault. T. Higgins, he's going to get blasted for taking a guy who's a rich man's J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. Or a poor man's AJ Green, like, or a poor man's AJ Green, right? And uh, so he goes for the production and versatility of uh, Jefferson, guy who was successful at a big school. Yeah, I think both those safeties. Uh, you know, as I've started to dig into this, I think both those safeties are kind of interesting. I like a McKinney. 
You like a McKinney. Now Zach he was in that Adele McKinney. Just different players. Well, you I mean, know McKinney's more your your versatile all around the field yeah. guy, and I think Delpit. I mean, he's he's big, rangy, athletic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's Although more, I saw uh, McKinney, I got to watch in that Tennessee game. Uh, Defop uh, Ben Fennel. You know, I was looking at some of his uh, his his notes, and he actually had a Malcolm Jenkins comp for both those guys. For That's both interesting. Of them. Yeah, really? which I thought was interesting. It's interesting. I feel like I feel like Delpit is probably more like what Jenkins is now. The, and oh, I think kick, it's I think it's reverse. You think it's reverse? The knock on Delpit is that he's he's missed tackles, but okay. he's like he's he's all over the field. He makes your he he can make splash plays for you. Yeah. But he he wasn't a short tackler this year. Okay, maybe I'm wrong about that. I hear Delpit is more of a true free safety. Okay. That's all. There you go. Okay. All right. <laughs> a little draft talk at the end. That's good. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. We'll be back tomorrow after we hear from Doug Peterson, Howie Roseman, and Dave Gettleman. For Sheil and Zach, I'm Bo, and as always, we love you.